0: In today's episode, we will learn how one man made millions through the high-level business model of strategic partnerships, along with how you can do the exact same thing for yourself. Don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, How do you flip the script and level up your business your money relationships your health your status and your life that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers my name is andrew s kaplan and it's time to shatter the mold welcome 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 to another episode of shatter the mold my name is andrew s kaplan Really pumped to be here for another episode. I know it's been a while since I've been doing this consistently. I should be getting back on track soon. In the meantime, if you haven't done so already, now would be the perfect time to pull out your phone, hit that subscribe button. And while you're at it, leave a quick, honest, written review on how those prior episodes have been along with the one that we've got coming up for you today. Also, as always, huge thank you to people who are writing in about my book, It Doesn't Matter What You're Selling. I always appreciate hearing your success stories. I always appreciate hearing how certain parts of the book are inspiring you to make better business moves. It really just keeps me pumped and uh, keeps me really optimistic about the next book that I'm gonna put out. And uh, don't have any news on that one yet, but there are a few things that I'm kind of mulling over. Uh, But in the meantime, it doesn't matter what you're selling, it's still there on Amazon, still doing well, still waiting for you to read it if you have not done so already. With that said, wasting no more time, we are gonna dive straight into our featured interview. I'm about to switch mics here and just hold on tight. We've got a really good one for you. Okay, today's guest is bringing something new to the table that we have not yet seen on the show. Over the last decade, Kevin Thompson has created over $16.1 million in revenue solely through strategic partnerships. Now, depending on who you are, that might sound like a huge number or it may not seem that big at all, but either way, Kevin's an expert at structuring profitable and rewarding partnerships that end up being huge wins for everyone involved. He's learned a lot of things in this business that most people just never figure out. So if you're not already making an extra 10 to $60,000 each month in this area, you might find today's discussion pretty interesting because Kevin is about to drop some serious knowledge bombs on us. Kevin Thompson, thank you so much for joining us here on Shatter the Mold and welcome. My pleasure, Andrew, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. I'm excited to have you as well. You know, I, I did a little research on you. And, and obviously, you know, you kind of your, your reputation precedes you You really know your stuff. And um, I kind of put in that intro, you know, whether it seems huge or small, I mean, $16.1 million is extremely impressive, no matter what your business you're in, even if it's your Procter & Gamble, you know, it's, just, it's like if you got goods or, or any kind of thing that produces that kind of revenue, it definitely means that someone should be paying attention.
1: Well, very good, very good. <laughs> yeah, we've we've done it. We've been doing this for a while, and we've had some pretty good results uh, using strategic partnerships. And of course, we've uh, created a g- lot of great relationships along the way too,
0: Andrew. Awesome. Well, I, I trust that we're going to have a lot of awesome insights to share with people. With that in mind, and you know, because it's very, if you're not in the business, you might not know. So I'm just going to ask you flat out, what is strategic partnering?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, I have always just loved keeping this so simple, Andrew, Uh, and strategic partnering, my definition of it is is all it is, it's collaboration between like-minded people or like-minded companies so that we can combine our resources and produce far better results together than either of us could possibly achieve on our own. And that's all strategic partnering is.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now, off the top of your head, what is a an obvious example that might really make it clear for people of like what kind of resources each party might throw into the pot?
1: Sure. I mean, there's so many different kinds of examples of strategic partnering, but, uh, you know, you you might have like say, well, I mean, uh, one one that we see in our neighborhoods is, I don't know if you've got them in your area, but I know here in Washington State, we've got them all over. Uh, they, they call them McChevrons, where you've got McDonald's and Chevron sharing the same uh, building, the same facility. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's a great example of a strategic partnership right there. Uh, you know, I, I know one of the, vi- in fact, the very first strategic partnership I ever did was all the way back in 2003 when uh, at the time uh, I, I owned a cleaning and restoration company and we had added on a website to what we did uh, that expanded our reach beyond our local market. And that website was doing very well for us. It was producing about an extra 12000 a month in revenue at that time. And Joe Polish, uh, one of my mentors, he used to put on this annual event every year for the cleaning and restoration industry that would, it would, it would get between, oh, between 350, 500 cleaning and restoration professionals there. And him and I were talking one day in 2003, and he's like, hey, he's like, why don't you come down here to the annual event this year, which I always attended those anyways. He's like, but why don't you show everybody what you're doing with your website? And I'm like, sure, I could do that. And, and he's like, okay, he's like, let's plan on that. And, and before October gets here, be sure to document, you know, what you do, how you do it, put it into a training, because after people hear from you, there's going to be a certain percentage of the folks in the audience who are going to want to get more help from you. And so we did that. And, you know, there was no talk about, oh, my gosh, you know, we're going to kill it. We're going to make all this money. I mean, it wasn't like that, Andrew. It was just Joe was like, here, you know, I have an audience of people that they're already being assembled for this big annual event that he did every year. And he's like, you have something of value that they would get benefit from. And so we just combined our efforts. And, and, and he was like, you share with the folks what you're doing. He's like. And, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, said necessarily that, like, hey, Kev, you're going to make me look good or help me further my relationships. But that's really what took place. Mm-hmm. And and as a result of that, we ended up selling $35,000 worth of that training at that event. And, and quite honestly, I launched a whole new business on the back of that that. I didn't even realize the dynamic of what was going on at that time. All but right. that was my very first strategic partnership. And it just unfolded completely organically.
0: Right. And if I'm understanding right, you know, for those listening, I mean, if you're going to really nail this down to specifics, uh, his resource was his audience and your resource was this information that was adding uh, value to the event that he was holding. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. Got it. Now, um, that's, you know, pretty obvious, of course. But, you know, based on your experience, why would someone specifically want to consider strategic partnering?
1: Well, I'll tell you, it is it is the fastest and the easiest way for entrepreneurs, for coaches, consultants, you know, free agency owners, anybody to get new clients. It's very quick, it's very easy. And the other big reason is that we gain people's trust immediately rather than have to create it over time. Uh, you know, so when 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 we do our marketing, you know, through whatever mediums we use, whether it's you know, whether it's online, whether it's YouTube, whether it's uh, Google, whether it's Facebook, whether whatever it is, you know, even offline mediums, radio, television, newspaper, you know, direct mail, you know, whenever we're doing marketing that way, there is this trust building process, you know, and, and a trust building time frame that it takes for us to create that trust with people in order for them to come to the realization they're like, okay, not only can they help me, and I trust that they can help me, but I also trust that I'm going to be able to benefit from what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. And yet, when a situation like the one that I just shared, and in and, and any situation where we're doing strategic partnering like this, we have the benefit of having the endorsed introduction from the person or the company who already has the relationship with those people. And right. so like in, in the example I shared, when I took the stage at Joe's event, prior to doing that, Joe gave me this glowing introduction and just said, hey, you know, Kevin's get this. here's what Kevin's going to be sharing. Here's why you want to pay attention to him. And I have the benefit of that endorsed introduction to all those people that already had the relationship with him and his company that yet yeah, they did not necessarily know who I was, but I got to piggyback on that. And see, that is a huge, huge benefit to strategic partnering. And and one of the other uh, reasons is that you know, we get to make our partners look like a hero because that allows them to further their own relationships. And and I'll tell you, you know, I, 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 we will kind of if we talk about some of the mistakes that, that a lot of entrepreneurs make when it comes to this, you know, yeah, let's we, dive into that. You know, a, lot, a lot of people think that, you know, I mean, we, we've, we've all been approached by people saying, Hey, you know, uh, if, if you were to refer business to me, I would compensate you for that. And, and that mistakenly makes us think that like, Oh, well, well you know, money is the big, uh, the, the big, the, the most valuable currency, if you will. Mm. and, and Most cases, especially with established entrepreneurs, established companies, money is not the most important currency on their list. I mean, like Joe, for example. I'll keep referring back to that. Uh, You know, Joe would have never put me in front of his people, in front of his audience at that event if he thought for one second that I was going to damage the relationship that he had created with all of those people in that attending that event. Right. It wouldn't matter how much revenue could have been created. Nothing is worth you know, somebody potentially damaging the relationships that he's created with all those people.
0: Mm. So, so big mistake obviously is, is trying to put money first and, and sacrificing a lot of other pieces that are especially critical to long-term business. Um, are yep. there any other things that kind of top your list as the biggest mistakes that people might make when they do something like this?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, de- definitely, you know, you know, not focusing on the right currency or not, or not taking the time to find out, you know, which because cur- there's there's five core currencies, Andrew. You know, you know, and I and I and I you know, I, and I, I didn't come up with this stuff on my own. man. I learned this from other people through, throughout my life and stuff. But I, uh, a great uh, acronym for this is Timer. And, and for the five currencies, which are time, identity, money, energy, and reputation or relationships. Those are the five core currencies in business. And, and you know, we, we need to find out, uh, you know, what are the, what is the currency or the currencies that are most valuable to people. And we can just do that by asking them a simple question. You know, if, if we're working on doing something together, all we have to do is ask that person, you know, what, what would make this a big win from your perspective if we were to do something together you know if you're we meeting here you know after this we're, we're, we're all finished or we're, we've been doing this together for a while and what would have had to happen in order to make this a big win for you and they'll tell you what would have had to happen and they'll mm-hmm. let you know what currencies are most important to them and when we just focus on you know delivering on the currency that is most important to people. Now we get their cooperation and collaboration because we know, you know, they know that we have their best interests in mind too. And so, you know, the, like the big mistake is, is, you know, thinking that money is the most valuable currency. And most of the time, that's not the most valuable currency, especially when you're talking with or working with or look at doing strategic partnering with already established companies.
0: Mm. Now, hearing you say this, it sounds to me like a lot of this comes down to integrity and etiquette and really just working with people in a professional way. You bet. Exactly. Yes, Mm, Got it. Now, you know, all that said, I mean, again, 16 plus million dollars. Do you, obviously money doesn't necessarily have to be the only important thing. Would you call that a requirement or is it possible to have a really, in your view, a really successful strategic partnership without money even uh, being exchanged or or money even being made in that situation?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, Andrew, what you and I are doing right now would be an example of a strategic partnership right here. Mm. And, and, and we're not necessarily, you know, there, there's not money exchanging hands here. There's not, you know, uh, now, now do, do, but but by the same token, you know, and like I know before you, act, you and I actually started recording here, you know, I, I made the comment to you. You know, you were like Kevin. You know, what what do you want to come from this? And I was like, well, I was like, my goal for this is I just want to help you further the relationship with your people. My goal is I I, I hope I make you look good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and so you know, there's not money being exchanged here necessarily. Although people might find out about me and and reach out to me because that does happen when I've been on other podcasts and stuff. Uh, but Uh, right now, you know, the, the big currency right here in this example is relationship.
0: Right.
1: And and so, you know, and so that is a currency that, you know, and like, you know, for, 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 you know, you and for me and like, you know, I, I get to know people and we do things together. And, you know, I mean, I can't tell you, you know, how many other podcasts I've got on just because I was a good guest on a podcast. And then some, well, that's how you and I got introduced another mutual friend. I was on Kyle's podcast and afterwards he was like, you know, Kev, I'm going to connect you with a couple other people because I think they'd want to have you on their show.
0: <laughs> it's funny how that works. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting to hear you say that because, you know, in my mind, like when I get in the mode of doing this podcast, it's like, you know, audience first. So when, when I was told about you, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, this guy is perfect for the kind of content that I really want to share with my audience. And, you know that that would prompt them to share this podcast with other people and get things going. So um, I'm totally on board with you. I totally hear what you're saying there. Um, yeah. That in mind, you know, what in your opinion, like, what are some really solid examples of potential strategic partners for people listening right now that might want to do something like this?
1: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I'll give you a number of examples because just kind of get people's minds going a little bit. Uh, this this is an example right here. I'll just kind of start there. You know, podcast hosts. You know, uh, and, and for me you know, podcast hosts specifically who have audiences of entrepreneurs. Uh, Another example of potential strategic partners are, you know, uh, other businesses or entities that already have audiences of your ideal prospects and customers. So in the example that I shared about Joe Polish, you know, his audience was an ideal prospect for me with what I was doing. And so, you know, uh, that is a great example of a potential strategic partnership. Uh, People who can deliver appointments with your ideal client. And so, you know, there's, I mean, that's one of the things that we do as well. It's like, you know, we work with our clients and because one of the things that our clients want most, especially when they are, I mean, I, I don't like to use the high, the, the, the I'm sorry, we're not looking for high ticket, but, you know, a lot of our clients that we work with, uh, their client value is $2,500 a month or more. And so that, you know, and assuming there's other certain things in place uh, as well, we we can secure, we can deliver appointments with their ideal clients for them. And so that's a great example of a strategic partnership. Um, Mastermind hosts. Uh, you know, I mentioned Joe Polish in the, in the cleaning, uh, industry, but you know, he also runs this group called the genius network. Uh, there's guys like Brian Kurtz who, uh, Brian Kurtz runs a a mastermind group called the Titans. Uh, and and there's lots of mastermind hosts out there that are looking for great speakers to put in front of their audiences. And, and the cool thing about, you know, mastermind hosts like that is, you know, that the, the investment. To be in those groups is usually pretty substantial. It's, it's usually, you know I mean? I mean, the groups I just gave you example of are like, you know, $20,000, $25,000 a year to be a part of those groups. And so when you are put in front of those groups, you are being put in front of, you know, successful entrepreneurs.
0: Right. Uh, people that spend money. That's right.
1: Uh, seminar hosts are other great strategic partners, uh, industry associations, training companies, uh, SaaS companies, software as a service companies and software providers are great strategic partnerships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, other service providers as well, you know, other service pro- providers for entrepreneurs, another example of great potential strategic
0: partners. Right now not to pigeonhole this year and let me know if I'm, if I'm kind of narrowing this down too tightly, but it sounds like while it's not a requirement, a, a great example, or a great asset would be an audience or a customer base that you're connecting yourself to through this kind of partnership. Absolutely, yes, you bet, mm-hmm. you bet. Awesome, so taking things a, a little higher level, just because I know my audience is all about that, what in your opinion, especially since I mentioned how a lot of this is about you know etiquette and relationships, uh, there's obviously gonna be a, a portion of this where there's a pitch or there's an approach. What are your recommendations for doing this successfully with integrity that's really gonna get the positive attention of the person that you wanna reach?
1: Yep. So a lot of what I do now uh, comes through the same way that you and I met, Andrew, is through an introduction from a mutual friend. Mm. Uh, But even beyond that, uh, I don't have any problem reaching out to people cold at all either. And I do that regularly as well. And so I'll I'll give you an example of that. Uh, I'm pretty active on Facebook and and I just love connecting with entrepreneurs there. And uh, a few months ago, Uh, There was this guy, and I'll just say who his name is. I don't mind at all. His his name is Chris Lobb, L-A-U-B. And I had been just watching him on Facebook. I had friend, you know, sent him a friend request. I was following some of the stuff he put out because I just really liked it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up, uh, you know, sending him a message earlier this year. And it was like really, really simple. And it was just along the lines of, you know, hey, Chris, I'm working on something cool, and I'd really like to run it by you. Mind if we set aside 10 to 15 minutes to talk because I'd appreciate getting your thoughts. I mean, it was right along those lines, really simple. And it was, it was completely just, that was just me being me. And, and as a result of that, sending him that message, he and I, uh, he was like, yeah, I'd like, I'd love to schedule a time to talk with you. So we made that happen. We set up time to talk. We got to know each other a little bit. He was telling me, he's like, Kevin, I really like some of the stuff that you put out too. And it was, you know, I was trying to find out, it, well, actually, in that particular uh, instance, the reason I was wanting to talk to him was because we were getting ready to host this event here in Seattle uh, a few months ago, and I wanted to invite him. And nice. it turned out he couldn't make the dates. He had another trip planned at that time, but he, uh, as a result of that conversation, he was like, Kevin said, I've got an audience of people that I think would be really interested in what you have to offer. We should do something. Cause I want to get you in front of my people. And so we did that. And, and I did end up picking up clients as a result of that. Cool. And so, you know, so that, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, it, I think a lot of entrepreneurs think this is hard and and uh, you know especially if they they've tried this before reaching out to people saying hey you know i i I'd, I'd be happy to pay you for introductions if you referred my business my way and I, th- that typically doesn't go anywhere and, and even if you do get somebody's attention, you know, it's, it ultimately, I mean, I've talked with so many people over the years that that kind of dialogue, starting a conversation, it doesn't lead anywhere. And we, like, even people who reach out to me, you know, with where I've been on the receiving end of that, it just kind of like it doesn't grab my attention at all because I'm like, well, you know, I mean, it's it, it's not about the money. I want to find out is like if I'm going to introduce you to somebody, you know, this is somebody I've already got trust with. And I want to further that relationship with them. I, I want to, you know, I don't want to do anything to damage that relationship. So if I'm going to introduce you, I need to know, how can you help them?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny. I, I know Chris, he's, very, you know, you made the right move going to him. He's great at copy. Very, very impressive guy. Yes, he is. Yes, and, he is. And hearing your answer here, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds almost cliche, but this is about an abundance mentality, not a scarcity mindset, because, when you approach people a little bit looser, and it's more about giving value, and it's more about just seeing if there's a win-win situation, rather than trying to grab something out of it right away, you're in a much better position not only to get the relationship off on the healthy foot, but just to kind of like get it off there to begin with. Yes, yes.
1: And it really is all about that. As far as, you know, this goes, it's it's really being about being of service to other people. And that's why I talked about the five core currencies, Mm -hmm. you know, when we find, you know, like with Chris, you know, that was, that was the reason that he wanted to put me in front of his eyes. He's, he was like, I think, you know, you have, he said, you talk about, strategic partnerships in a way that I see very few people even talking about. He's like, I just, people just don't talk about this the way that you do. And he's like, I, he's like, it would be really beneficial for my people to hear from you, which translates to you are going to make me look good and you're going to help me further my relationship with these people. They're going, to, they're going to like it if I introduce you to them because you're going to share some cool stuff with them and it's going to help me further my relations. I mean, that's essentially, I mean, even though he didn't come straight out and say that, that's, that's the you know relationship, the, the, the relationship currency is something that is very important to Chris. <laughs>
0: Yeah, now I hear you, <laughs> and I remember he's again he's a great guy, and I totally get that. Um, so he's saying all this, and you know, having all this in mind, how does someone out there listening know if they're ready to try and do strategic partnerships?
1: Okay, so the you know first thing when it comes to strategic partnerships, you you know th- this isn't something for. I mean, for somebody who's just starting out and brand new to business, so you want to have an established business, you want to have already have a process in place that converts prospects to clients, you know, that you need to already have that in place. Uh, You know, you you need to be an established business, Uh, you need to have a track record of getting results for your clients, and you need to have a good reputation. And, and then the, the final thing that I'll say is that you need to be able to clearly and easily explain what you do. <laughs> <And> <laughs> those core things in place, then you, you have what you need to be able to do strategic partnerships and and if you kind of are resonating with the other things that we've already talked about and you have those core things in place as well uh you know you you could really if you're not using strategic partnerships yet in your business and you're investing in you know advertising you're investing in other marketing channels all of that but you're not yet using strategic partnerships i can tell you that you are going to get a uh like a multiple return doing strategic partnerships than anything you can ever, ever do because we have the benefit of that endorsed introduction from our partner
0: right and so yeah and you know a good way of interpreting your answer there is like have value to bring to the table both for yourself and the other party
1: absolutely absolutely mm. because you know when you pick up when you pick up clients as a result of doing a strategic partnership you know the, those Those clients that you will end up picking up, they already have a relationship with that person that you partnered with, and and you want them going back to that person talking about what a great experience it's been working with you. And, and you want them being, and I get going back to them saying, wow, you know, thanks so much for introducing me to Andrew, or thanks so much for introducing me to Kevin. Man, it's been a great relationship working with them and here's how they've helped me. And because, you know, they need to, you know, your partner needs to be able to hear that kind of feedback. I mean, I encourage people to do that. And, and that 'Cause it it like it causes them to just to want to refer you more and do more with you and, and introduce you to more strategic partners. I mean just it just I me mean, that's that's the only reason I've been able to do so much revenue from strategic partnerships is I just keep treating people in my life the way that I would want to be treated. It's that simple.
0: mm mm-hmm, Got it. Now, just for clarity, part of your business model, what you do, do you teach people how to do this?
1: I, I work with people who wanna, you know, know how to do this. Uh, and then on the other side of the thing, like I mentioned, we also uh, work with clients specifically where we deliver appointments with uh, uh, pre-qualified prospects who want to have a conversation around working with them. Got so that's it. The other side of the business. So yeah, there's two sides of our business there.
0: Understood. So if I'm understanding right, like part of this, is almost like being the middleman that's vetting the people and combining the right pieces of the puzzle so that they don't have to figure it out for themselves.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And We call that the relationship accelerator is what we call that.
0: That's a great thing to have, like as an entrepreneur, if I have someone doing that for me, what an asset, because it's, it's one of the hardest things, at least in my opinion, is finding the right partners and finding the right scenarios and the right relationships and really mixtures of, of assets and, and value that really makes something a win. So that, that's, that's pretty awesome. I, obviously, it makes sense that someone would do it. I've never met someone that does it yet, so that's, that's pretty cool. Gotcha, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of fun, that's for sure.
0: I'll bet. Now, with that in mind, uh, I mean, listeners here in this, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about how they can get in touch with you if they wanna go there, but I'm wondering, are there any resources off the top of your head that uh, are good to share with people that really wanna learn a little bit more about this?
1: Yeah, I mean, so you know, as you anybody listening, to this can tell that you know, like we we've just kind of reiterated over and over the importance of it's it's all about relationships. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about, and uh, you know, we I, I've put together a, a tool uh, with the help of Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach that we call the Relationship Capital Scorecard, and this is just a a simple tool that in about three minutes uh, you can do a self-assessment on on eight different areas in your business and see exactly where you stand as far as your relationship capital. And uh, and uh, we, we offer that uh, on our website at partnershipplaybook.com. Uh, it's right there on the homepage. you can just enter your name and email and you'll get uh, access to that scorecard and it kind of lets you know exactly like I said about three minutes exactly where you stand with your relationships and it'll also show you in in eight different areas of your business exactly you know in the areas where you are lacking a little bit you'll know exactly what you need to do going forward to improve upon those and get even better results as far as like relationships you know, especially around, you know, what we've been talking about here, doing strategic partnerships, all that kind of thing.
0: Right. I've never met Dan personally, but I know his name. He's he's very I mean, his reputation precedes him. I think he wrote that book, if I'm not mistaken, the Dan Sullivan question. Yes. Uh, brilliant, brilliant book for for people in sales. So if he was involved in this, uh I <laughs> odds are pretty good that that this thing is really legit and it's it's gonna help people a lot.
1: Yeah, Dan's been one of my mentors for quite some time, and I'm just like, yeah, really uh, appreciate his help in uh, in helping me put that that tool together.
0: Yeah, I I can only imagine. Uh, I wanted to briefly switch gears, and, you know, full disclosure, I mean, people know the way podcasts work. I mean, you and me had a quick five-minute conversation before I hit the record button. Uh, One thing I did not pre-plan with you, um, at least on this call, is I know that – you knew Sean Stevenson, who yeah. sadly passed away recently, and I was fortunate enough to to have him on my show early yeah. this year and yeah like what a what a great interesting, inspiring guy. My only regret is that I never really got to know him personally other than that interview, but uh, i've seen him do talks and like so much so much to learn from somebody like him. I figured I'd give you the floor if, if there was any interesting sh- story or lesson that you learned from him that you might want to share with the listeners
1: yeah you know I'll tell you you know I I first met Sean back in 2008 Uh, it was actually here we go with Joe Polish again it was at a seminar that Joe Polish and and Dean Jackson were putting on and Mm -hmm. Sean was the keynote speaker at that event and there was I don't know there was probably about 500 people there and and he shared there that day and when he got done it was just like wow I mean, you know, everybody in that room, you know, after he shared his story, you kind of look at yourself and go like, you know, wow, what, what do I have to complain about? You know, right. <laughs> he kind of puts things in perspective for you. And, uh, you know, and after that presentation, you know, I was like, man, I would just really, I, I was, I just want to get to know this guy better. I, I, but, you know, like I said, there was 500 plus people at that event. And after his presentation, he was mobbed and and uh but i just set that intention i was like i want to get to know this guy better and i and and, uh later that afternoon my friend garrett garrett Gunderson, i it was was like kevin's like i'm I'm hosting uh, a dinner for a few people tonight i'd like to invite you if you'd like to join us and i was like sure so i ended up going to that dinner and there was about 30 people there and i ended up getting seated right across the table from sean and his dad Mm. And uh and the three of us ended up staying there for about four hours. Everybody else had long since gone, but we just got into this, this amazing conversation. A friendship was started that that lasted, you know, all these years. And uh, you know, I ended up doing an event the following year at my home up north of Seattle here. And and Sean was one of the guys that I invited to that event. There was about uh, 19 entrepreneurs that had come. And uh, at at the end of that event, uh, the the folks you know they'd all come. We'd all gone out to dinner. Like you know, Joe Polish was here. Shannon Waller from Strategic. I there was nineteen. You know, like established, well established entrepreneurs here. And Sean was telling me at dinner that evening. He said, he said you know what? He's, I got to tell you, when when we came up here, uh, you know, you you when we flew into Seattle from Chicago, we lived in Chicago at that time. He's like, you know, you told us we that you were about an hour away from the airport." And on the way up here, uh, it was pouring down rain that day. Traffic sucked. It took us almost three hours to get to your place. And he's like, and I didn't know you that well yet. We'd only met that one time. And 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 I'm asking dad, I'm like, okay, are is this gonna be worth it? Are we really? I mean, like, you know, we're going through all this to get to this guy's house and, up here. And, and he's like, but after spending the last two days with you, Kev, I just so appreciate what you shared and I know it's just going to have such an impact on my business. And, and I just want to know what can I do to help you? And, Mm -hmm. and I was, my response was, Andrew, I was like, I just told him, I said, Sean, I said, you know what? I said, it was my pleasure. I mean, you invested your time and your finances to be here. You don't need to do anything for me. And, and he actually got upset at me and he's like, Kevin, he's like, you know what? Don't shut me down on this. (laughs) Don't shut me down because you know what? He's like. I just want to help. And if you don't have a great answer for me right now, that's totally cool. But don't shut me down. Let me know that. And and you know, you can circle back around later when you do have a good answer. Because if there's anything I can do to help you, I want to know. And and I, I had never had anybody respond to me that way. And and for the most of my life, I I in fact all my life I've been this really generous giving kind of person. But for most of my life. I pretty much sucked on the receiving side of things.
0: <laughs> I know the feeling.
1: And uh, and and Sean was one of those guys who really helped me realize that. There was a couple other guys too, and uh, and so you know, it, 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 I, I guess I you know in about Sean, you know, uh, just kind of challenge you know Europe to took get on with the majority of them are these really giving generous people whose just default position is to lead with a helping hand but if if I were to ask you you know on, on a scale of one to ten you know are you just as good at receiving and even proactively asking for help as you are at giving and I can tell you because I've been doing this a long time Andrew most entrepreneurs in fact almost 50 percent of them, will rate themselves between a one and a five on a scale of one to 10, mm. which means, I mean, I, and, and so this is a really big issue and a really big challenge. <laughs> and and yet, you know what, when we open up to receiving and be, you know, and and proactively, you know, letting other people do for us, knowing that, you know, what we want to do for them too, you know, and, and people around us, you know, they know, you know, p- us people who are giving and generous, people around us they know that they know that that's who we are <laughs> yeah and so you know go ahead and open yourself up to be you know to receiving as well in fact i did a genius network uh a 10 minute talk at genius network a couple of years ago on this and uh you know kind of say, i mean anybody who wants that i mean now that we i wasn't expecting to go here but uh you know anybody who wants that 10 minute talk uh you know shoot me an email on my emails kevin at maximum-response.com is probably the best email to use and shoot me an email. I'd be more than happy to share that 10 minute talk on, that I gave on, on why it's not better to receive, excuse me, why it's not better to give than to receive. And uh, I'd be more than happy to share that with you too. Nice.
0: All right. Well, And by the way, I'll put both that and partnershipplaybook.com on the page where where I post like the the main the main interview here since John Section. Cool cool. Thank you so much. And I gotta tell you as you were recounting that that Sean story, even though I didn't know him personally, the words you used and the inflection that you used as you were describing his response to you, I had like the biggest smile on my face because I could totally hear Sean through you (laughs) as you were saying that. Um, and obviously you know that that specific story and that specific moment, he was being very assertive, even though he wasn't always like that just in that moment. So it's not like he's the type of person that's always breathing down people's necks, but the beauty of him is he always challenged you to be your best self and part of being your best self includes, like you said, receiving. And I think there's a lot of gold nuggets in this interview, this being one of them, uh, the currencies that you'd mentioned being another one, that I hope people will not gloss over as they listen to this and really take to heart because there is endless and incalculable value in that idea alone. So thank you very much just for sharing that specific story. I I got a lot out of that. Oh, you're welcome, you're welcome. My pleasure, Andrew. Awesome, now we're about to uh, let people know where they can get in touch with you. But before we do that, one other question here, you know, I, I sometimes ask people, you know, if there's any advice that you could personally give to either a version of yourself from 10 years ago or anybody just out there listening that really could use a lesson, what would that advice be?
1: <laughs> you know, this is, I mean, especially talking about Sean a little bit, you know, that is definitely top of my mind right now because, like I said, I, for most of my life, was just my gosh you know andrew i when when people like sean in the example when people would ask you know hey kev what can i do to help you i'm like oh no no i'm good i'm good and and god forbid that i would actually you know reach out and proactively ask somebody else for help because i always had this in my mind that like well people are busy entrepreneurs are busy i don't want to bother them i don't want to inconvenience them you know and, and that yet I missed out on so much and not just for me personally, but just, you know, like in the example that I shared where, where I reached out to Chris Lobb and stuff, I'm just like, man, I just like this guy and I want to have a conversation with him. And there would have been a time in my life where I, I would have never done that. I would have been like I would have never reached out and and God forbid suggest that we have a phone call or a conversation because he's a busy guy, or at least that's my perception, you know. Right, right. But, but the reality is is like as soon as he got my message, he got back to me. He's like, Yeah, man, I'd love to have a conversation. I man, I love some of the stuff that you put out there too. And like so we gotta talk and, and get to know each other, and a lot of great things have happened as a result of that. And and I look at that and like, you know, how much are we missing out on? Because we don't open ourselves up to the possibility of receiving and, and, and that, you know, knowing that we're already this giving and generous person. And so I want to re- really challenge you to look at that. And like I said, you know, if you'd like to see that 10-minute talk I gave at Genius Network a couple of years ago, I mean, man, I, I, I'd be honored to share that with you and stuff. Awesome. Just let me know if you want
0: to see it. Yeah, well, and oh, I mean, I know I want to. And just for the people listening out there, one more quick recap. How can they get in touch for you for that?
1: Yeah, just you know what, for that, just shoot me an email. My email is kevin at maximum, M A X I M U M hyphen response, R E S P O N S E dot com. Uh, my other email goes through my assistant, and that's totally cool. But like, just shoot me an email direct, and uh, I'll give you a, the, the YouTube link so that you can check out that 10 minute talk.
0: Awesome. They've also got that website, partnershipplaybook.com, if they want to check it out. Um, you know, Usually at the end of these things, I, I just because it's it's uh, almost a, an impulse or, you know, automatic for me just to tell people like, you know, this guy's the real deal, check him out, you know, he knows what he's talking about. But I'm starting to discover it's like you've, at least I believe, like whatever you said here, that kind of in and of itself is all the evidence I think anyone would need to know that you're the real deal because I really appreciate the insight that you've delivered here today. And I'd advise people listening, you know, listen back to this for again, those nuggets. And even the example where you gave the message that you sent to Chris, not that I'd recommend anybody rip that off and copy it word for word, but I'd highly recommend people listen and get the vibe of it and the energy and the intent that you had as you were sending it out because that's what makes the difference. That is the great starting point to strategic partnerships And obviously, you're a great guy to know if someone wants to know more about that. So, uh, Kevin, thank you so much for being on Shattered and today, man. I really appreciate it. I think uh, a lot of people got a lot out of this.
1: Well, my pleasure, Andrew. My pleasure.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Presto Lead Conversion System. If you're looking for a dynamic platform for converting your leads, one that will let you manage, automate, and improve all the steps in your sales process, you're going to want to connect with Courtney, who I interviewed in episode 12. Courtney and his team understand the psychology behind taking a prospect from initial touchpoint to completing the sale, regardless of what product or service you're offering and they use custom software to build a sequence for you to control the tone, structure, and pace of your entire sales process. You explain how you do things, they plug the steps in, the software does the rest, only it does it more efficiently and with better prospects. People from all walks of life are using this. Authors, coaches, influencers, course creators, agencies, service professionals, and they're all getting massive results. We're talking about a next-generation cloud-based platform that's custom-designed around your sales approach. Whether you use squeeze pages, book discovery calls, or stick to email, you need something that takes what you already do, improves its efficiency, and automates all the toughest parts so that you can sell more of what you're selling in less time to more qualified prospects. If you're ready to take your sales numbers to the next level the way I did, head over to ShatterTheMoldPodcast.com and book a call with Courtney to learn more. This is for serious people who are ready to start converting leads at a rate they never thought possible. So talk with Courtney today. You'll be glad you did. Thank you again, Kevin. That was awesome and uh, hoping everyone really enjoyed that one. In fact, if you did, now would be the perfect time to write a quick, honest, written review. Let me know how you like the show. Pull out that phone, hit that subscribe button while you're at it. And of course, stay tuned. I will hopefully be back again with another great interview soon. In the meantime, you guys have a kick-ass week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.